0: One ninety of Shailen, I'm Batman. I am your host, uh, Justin Shanlin, and we have Kyle here. Hey, it's me. It's Kyle. <laughs> um, so like interesting conversation we can have today. We have some things to talk about. We can talk about Gotham Knights. We can, t- which recently came out. We can do a, a review of Black Adam, which could be kind of arduous, and we can also talk about. The other news of James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran becoming the co-CEO's, co-chairman of DC Studios. So it's really up to you, Kyle, on what you kind of want to start talking about. You know, it's kind of wild.
1: Like, it's not often that there's actually multiple things to talk about.
0: Yeah, within, you know, a span of things. Um, We can also talk about Henry Cavill becoming... Uh, Superman again that's that's news Um, I
1: guess I guess that's that's, officially out there now we can talk about that it's not just speculation
0: uh, yeah and like he's not doing the Witcher anymore and like there's speculation that you know the reason he's doing Witcher he's dropped out of doing Witcher is because they weren't being faithful with source material I've never seen Witcher so I wouldn't know um
1: I I can confirm that the show deviates in a few ways it's still okay but I, I get Henry's point of view there. So
0: I guess let's start. Let's start talking with about Henry Cavill back as Superman. Um, I think that this is very important to not only the character of Superman but Superman on the big screen because there's not a person in the world that I can think of that looks like Superman more than Henry Cavill. He looks like Clark Kent. He looks like the Man of Steel. And since you know, since, like, 2017, like, I know that, you know, was Zack Snyder's Justice League, which came out, you know, in 2021, um, you know, he was, you know, back as Superman. However, they filmed that, you know, in 2016, 2017. Um, and there was like really nothing new for him to film. So it's been, you know, like four or five years since he's actually inhabited the role. And there was, you know, speculation that, and like we've talked about it and we were told, you know, he's not coming back. They have other plans. You know, ta Coates was writing with J.J. Uh, Abrams, produced uh, Superman movie whereas Superman was going to be uh, black. And then we also heard, you know, I heard specifically that Michael B. Jordan was actually going to produce and direct. A Superman TV show for HBO Max
1: Hmm.
0: oh the idea of getting Henry Cavill back you know with the you know the cape and the underwear is super important not not because um, we should not have you know Michael I think I think the Michael B Jordan stuff is much more interesting than the JJ Abrams yeah
1: I, I would like to just say that even though we do have Henry Cavill coming back I'm so actually kind of interested to see if those other projects come to light. I'd actually like to see some of those maybe. I'm not the biggest Tennessee Coates
0: fan. Um, I don't care that much for his writing. I know like he is, you know, solidified as one of the, you know, best, you know, authors writing today. Um, but just not like the biggest fan. Um, I really... I'm like I said. I'm much more interested of the those two projects that we just talked about. You know, between that, JJ and Michael B. Jordan, just Michael B. Jordan as Superman, especially. Yeah, you know, I mean, I agree. Directing Creed Three, like Creed Three, looks pretty good. Um, That's been one of the biggest surprises uh, in
1: recent years. is just how good of a like director and producer Michael B. Jordan actually is.
0: Right, like D- dude is talented. That, yeah, that trailer that he did, you know, that, that they dropped last week was, you know, pretty pretty look look pretty good actually you know um but yeah like henry cavill was going to be back and you know he dropped out of the witcher now did he drop out of the witcher because of those you know creative differences or was he dropping out of it because i
1: I think it's a bit of both i think part of it is now that he's back as superman that's Mm -hmm. a lot of commitment and also just in general he's you know he's pretty popular when it comes to being cast in movies so there's always more work coming in and obviously there was some talk about him possibly looking into James Bond and mm-hmm. who, who knows how, how much more merit that is, but that's that's another thing to consider. Uh but I think another aspect is also his uh creative differences with the writers of The Witcher. He's been becoming more distant with that project in recent times. Like he was super stoked and excited for season one. And then when season two was coming out he wasn't really talking about it. And then I don't think he has actually even acknowledged the existence of the third season that's coming out. So <laughs> I think that's, he's just distancing himself from that. And is going to be focusing uh, more in the realm of movies.
0: Um, but I'm I, like, like if you haven't seen black Adam or you haven't heard the news or haven't seen, you know, Henry, that scene from of Henry Cavill back as Superman. Um, it was the worst yeah, secret how- ever. I know, like it was really exciting to see it like on the big screen, even though like I knew it was coming, um, you know, seeing him and Black Adam, having, you know, having Superman, you know, return, so to speak, um, to, on the big screen. Like Henry Cavill is Superman, and it's been such a shame that they have not done, you know, a proper Man of Steel sequel. Not, like, I know everyone says, you know, Batman v Superman, that's a, that's a Man of Steel sequel.
1: That's not a proper sequel. <laughs> to me, it's not
0: like it's 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 you know split down the middle between Batman and Superman. There's some Justice League stuff elements in there. You know, Superman dies at the end, then he's reborn, and you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. To me, that isn't like, you know, like Superman facing off against Brainiac. Superman, you know, Mr. Mitzelplex. Like, to me, that's you know, where to where to go next, you know. That should have been there should have been a like Hindsight, you know, being 2020 should have been Man of Steel 2 and Man of Steel 2, they introduced Bruce Wayne. Then the next movie you have, like the next movie is, you know, you know, a proper Batman movie, you got Man of Steel 3 or, you, you know, you do a Justice you know what I'm saying? So, right. no, we're not going to rehash that, you know, back and forth as a Batman v Superman fan. Um, but like, you know, there should have been man of steel too.
1: Yeah. Honestly, having a like quote unquote team up type of movie as like the second movie, it's, it was just too quick, too much, too soon. We needed more time to mm-hmm. flesh out these characters, give them their own little franchises to develop and tell the stories before we actually start merging everything together.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, we got Wonder Woman 2, or Wonder Woman 84, and then we had, um, we have Aquaman 2 coming out. So not having Superman, and I know, like, Supergirl's going to be in The Flash, and I guess now that Henry Cavill's back as Kal-El, he's going to be in The Flash as well. But just to have him back, and that they're going to be working and developing sequels, or, you know a sequel and he's going to show up in these other films that's exciting that's what that's what i was hoping for you know when this new leadership took took over now i'm not i'm not you know the biggest fan of them canceling Batgirl. you know the flash still could be canceled there's some things that still could happen in regards to um you know like some because they're, they're still trying to get rid of you know, like two billion worth of debt or something, a, a crazy amount of money they're trying to save over the next couple of years, you know. So they're gonna they've been laying people off, they've been canceling things here or there, um, things that have already been shot, you know, and basically just needed an edit to, you know, you know, put together. But like I said, like what's been interesting in the process are what's back on the table. They convinced Ben Affleck to return for. Aquaman 2, you know, now they're now that Henry Cavill. Like, these are the things that I want. Like, why? Why is it that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so successful and DC still is just on the struggle bus in regards to, you know. Those things, right?
1: I ask myself like, that uh, every night.
0: Right. Like Marvel is just, you know, Black Panther Wakanda forever is going to do. You know, as much money in its first week, and then Black Adam's gonna do you know, probably its entire run. I'm not trying to throw shade at anyone, but let's let's call it spade spade. Like Black Adam No, like
1: we're we're being realistic here. I, re- I think everybody can acknowledge that Wakanda too has uh, some
0: some hype behind it. Mm-hmm. And like Black Adam only did, you know, sixty seven million opening night that's not a huge victory like no one should be you know yeah that was the biggest opening for you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson but I don't think it's going to be his biggest movie I think Jumanji's is going to be as big still going to be as big as movie and so like you know they have a shared universe that's constantly up in the ante they're constantly using characters they're constantly introducing characters and it seems like, oh, and, you know, we got to talk about Walter Hamada, so like here's a perfect segue to that. It seems like the old regime was playing things very conservative. Mm-hmm. you had you had a person you had you had a person in Walter Hamada who you know, greenlit, you know, Aquaman, um he you know. Just played it very conservative, and like even during the Rock Johnson had been asking to use Black uh, Superman in Black Adam, and Walter said no, and so the Rock he kind of went, you know, above his head, you know, over his head to get his way, which is kind of like well, that kind of like encompasses and encaps- encapsulates, you know, the last few years at uh, that studio in regards to the DC Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. So they got Birds of Prey, they had the Suicide Squad, they had um you know what other movies came out you know under his you know wonder woman 84 a lot of these movies did not like i i'm sorry i'm sorry but like birds of prey is not a good movie in my opinion i didn't care for it um I,
1: i had actually forgotten it existed until you just mentioned it
0: um and so and so, like, like I said, like it felt like Walter played things very conservatively as, as Marvel is announcing, that, you know, Blade, and you know they're getting uh, Endgame, they're getting, <laughs> they're like
1: player. Blade's coming back, Daredevil's coming back, and they're over here like, hey, you want a Harley Quinn movie?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, like they're like they're announcing the Suicide Squad. You know, they got James Gunn and, um. Just like, like I said, like things were played too safe and too conservative, and they weren't swinging for the fences like Marvel was. And like I know that I'm sure the studio doesn't want to be compared to Marvel. They don't want, you know, but you at least have to try your best to, you know, catch up to your competition, right? I, I I mean, you say they don't
1: want to be compared to Marvel, but is that really such a bad thing? I mean, in terms of business, it's a good thing, but when the comparison is, oh, you're falling behind you're 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 struggling to keep up like they are. That's not a comparison you want you gotta be doing something to get people excited
0: um for sure and like and like why not why not be announcing you know more movies? You know the marketing campaign for some of these movies hasn't been very good on their on Walter. You know, they had, like I said, like he didn't want a green like the Snyder cut that was, you know, that was uh, the last guy that was in charge. Um, I can't even remember his name right now. It's just kind of like, why be so conservative? Why cut, why not swing for the fences? And it seems like this, this guy, uh, you know, the new guy in charge at uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, David Zaslov, is actually doing those things. He wants to have a cinematic universe that works. He wants to compete with Marvel. He wants to have, you know, world building and all that stuff. It might be too little too late. Like, let's be honest. Like, you know, Marvel's been doing this since 2008, DC's been doing this since 2013. And they really haven't been doing it since, you know, 2016, right? You know, no, not really. You-
1: I feel yeah. like every movie we've gotten since then has just been, like, a standalone thing that doesn't really tie into anything else, except, like, maybe there's one or two actors that play the same mm-hmm. character in between, but they're not really the same character, necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's all very confusing, and I, I can totally see why th- their approach has been not well received by general audiences it's just like what what are they even trying to do like they're giving such a half-hearted effort it feels like
0: it seemed like it seemed like they're they're you know the 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 old regime under walter was all right let's instead of us you know making 250 300 million dollar movies Let's cut things back, let's make a hundred a hundred twenty five million dollar movies and just make good movies. but in that you know time frame, they only really had one like w- which would be considered like a quote unquote good movie like Birds of prey wasn't it for me even though like it was reviewed well like to me it wasn't a good movie and like i i'll 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 die on that hill for sure in regards to that. the only one that was like good in my opinion, critically, and, you know, in my opinion, was The Suicide Squad. But that mo- that movie didn't make any money at the box office. Now, they did a day-and-date type of a thing where yeah. you could watch, you know, on HBO Max. But still, like, that's basically – I mean, Aquaman, but, like, you know, like – I'd still, I'd still submit that Aquaman was more of like the Zack Snyder kind of like when Snyder was involved type of thing. Like he was, it was the
1: tail end of the the Zack Snyder days. Uh,
0: so, well, what do they have to show for the last couple of years? What the Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman eighty <laughs> four, Black Adam. Um, uh, yeah, it's like
1: we got we got one of the worst sequels ever made. I'm, I'm gonna say it. We got which one? Uh, Wonder Woman 84.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We got the reboot of a movie that no one really asked for in the Suicide Squad. Although, I, I will say, you know, it did better than the original. You know, mm-hmm. some props there. But uh, So, I don't think it's, like, the big success they were looking for, like you said. We got a Harley Quinn spinoff that I don't think anyone was asking for either.
0: Mm-hmm. We yeah, got characters in it though you know like black canary but still
1: there were some interesting ideas in there like i'll give them props for trying at least going for a different style but it, it just didn't stick to landing for us mm-hmm. so yeah like like overall the, the recent run of dc movies has just been very odd unfocused <laughs> and here
0: here we are And, you know, with that being said, like the news recently that James Gunn and Peter Saffron are going to be, you know, James Gunn is going to be, you know, on the creative side with things. And Peter's going to be the one who is kind of more the business. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what are your thoughts on James Gunn and, uh, you know, and Peter running kind of the show? I... I don't know how
1: I feel about this, to be honest. Um, so, James Gunn, he's a creative dude, and I think he he could be a very... Uh, I, I don't know what to say. His direction, the way he is going to go about things, could land or could not. It, it's hard to say. I've, I've had some mixed feelings about some of his movies, mm-hmm. um, but, you know... He, that's just... It's it's a subjective thing, so... And I'll take that, but... So, um, so,
0: so would you prefer him to be in charge, or...
1: Walter would so, still be in charge? No, I definitely would prefer James Gunn. Let's get some new blood in there. Let's get a new perspective. And like I said, I think James Gunn's a very creative guy. I think <laughs> he has some ideas that... Actually, you know, they try to hit home runs. So I'm willing to give him a chance, see how he bears in a leadership position like that for a while give him a couple of t- chances uh I'm not gonna say you know I'm not gonna just be like the first movie that comes out under his watch and it's if it's not the thing that I'm looking for I'm not gonna be like oh this is terrible get him out of there you know let's let's give him some time I think there's a lot of potential there I just don't really know what to expect
0: I'm kind of like in the same boat like I'm excited like I'd much rather have him like kind of running the show because I think that he reveres these characters he loves these characters and kind of like his bread and butter is taking like obscure characters you know the guardians of the galaxy you know suicide squad you know like in suicide squad they had rat capture they had you know peacemaker They had these other you know very obscure characters um in you know that you know like like i said he can take obscure characters all right but now we're in the big leagues I need my Superman. I need right, my yeah. Batman. It's like,
1: how is James Gunn gonna handle a Superman or a Batman or one of the other titular characters?
0: Like, how is he going to be running that show? How is he going to be able to get to the mainstream? you know, those mainstream characters. What about Green Lantern? What about Green Lantern and Coral? How are, I want to see world building they're constantly world building at the Marvel cinematic universe they're mm-hmm. constantly building out from the movies that they have like ant-man versus the ant-man and the quantum mania it's going to introduce kang the conqueror you know like that's going to be a main character it's going to you know it's going to introduce you know the con- quantum realm it might have you know characters from the fantastic four i want to see those things in the The in DC Studios. Justin wants to
1: see the Fantastic Four in a DC movie.
0: No, I'm saying, I'm saying, I want (laughs) to see see Oa. I want to see. I want. I want to see. You know, the multiverse. I want to see multiple flashes. I want to see. I I
1: agree. I agree. Uh, James Gunn. I think he can definitely pull out the the stops. He can do some cool stuff. At some point, I think we're going to get Lobo.
0: Yeah, like I would say, like, of the characters that would be that we would get under it would be Lobo for sure. What about new gods? What about, you know? Yeah, let's get some new
1: gods in there. Weren't weren't we supposed to get a new gods movie at some point before they canceled it?
0: Mm hmm.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's been a lot of that in the past.
0: Yeah. I just I just like this is like, like, my like
1: thing. this is like the uh, turning the page. We're, we're starting a new chapter
0: and which we've already started a few. Right. Yeah. It's kind of all given us meandering results. If they would have just stayed the course with what Zach was doing. Yes. BBS wasn't reviewed well. Suicide Squad wasn't reviewed well. But at that point, you're too big to fail. Batman versus Superman made nine hundred million dollars. Suicide Squad made seven hundred million dollars.
1: Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Like they, they basically started pivoting after like three movies, right? Like three or four movies, they started pivoting in a new
0: direction. And like, and like right when you had, right when you had Wonder Woman come out, and that made you know what it made, which was a huge critical. Yeah, that uh, was a critical,
1: was critically well-accepted movie, and it was popular fans. And like, imagine uh, if Marvel had shifted their entire focus after like three movies. -hmm. Right, like after Iron Man two, if they had just changed everything, that we would not have gotten Avengers, we would not have gotten Phase two or Phase three or anything like that. Like things would have been way different.
0: Mm -hmm. And so, I want them to come up with a plan. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna gonna see these movies. Are Are you
1: saying they're we should make a plan and then stick to the plan? regardless of what happens wow what a concept like
0: like if they would have stuck that, like we could have gotten you know like a suicide squad movie where with will smith again like another one you know like we could have gotten injustice there's ways to go with these characters you know we could have gotten you know another superman movie we could have gotten you know ben affleck's solo batman movie all these things could have happened if they would have stayed with the plan you know You know, like they could have we could have gotten that Justice League movie. I don't know how much that money movie would have made if it was four hours long. But
1: imagine imagine if like the beginning of the DCEU was Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, which I think it still would have been kind of rushed. But, you know, we'll we'll take it. Wonder Woman, Mm -hmm. Zack Snyder's Justice League. And then like Shazam, Uh, Aquaman and Shazam. We would have had such a rock solid foundation to build the rest of the universe off of that, mm-hmm. but no, it they, they didn't happen.
0: It's just it's so like I'm 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 kind of like tired of the I'm tired of the constant stopping and starting and stopping and starting and um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, a hundred percent. That's kind of. That's what we've been kind of like getting, right? Like we've been getting those, you know, all right, there's, there's, you know, Zack Snyder's not doing that anymore. And it's going to be Jeff Johns, Uh, Jeff Johns and Peter Berg aren't doing it anymore. It's going to be Walter Hamada. Now Walter Hamada isn't going to be doing it anymore. Now it's going to be James Gunn and Peter Safran. It's
1: like every (sighs) two to three years we get this reset. It's like, oh, all right, there we go. Back, back to square one. There's all that excitement.
0: And then you know, like oh things are gonna be different. I and I want them to be different. I want James Gunn to swing for the fences. Give us quality movies that are constantly that are constantly um evolving and I wouldn't say constantly evolving but constantly giving us different characters and um world building and i mean like look imagine if we had like our own avengers infinity war (laughs) imagine imagine if we had our own you know avengers endgame and then that spun off into the multiverse we're not getting those who knows what's going to happen with the flash you know like we haven't seen there's been no movement on a wonder woman movie since 2020 like isn't that when wonder woman came out december 2020 i think it was
1: around there yeah it's
0: been like kind of like greenlit like nothing's been they haven't been really doing much with that character i mean we haven't had it's going to be 5 years before aquaman 2 it's taking them too long to make these things <laughs> So, what is important to you, Kyle, as I stuff my mouth with croutons, what's important <laughs> to you, Kyle, with this new regime?
1: A cohesive vision. Like you said, let's make a plan, and then let's stick to the plan. Now, obviously, that doesn't mean, you know, if, there, if there's like a glaring issue of something here and there, you know, obviously take a look into it consider some options for rectifying it but let's not just stop everything we're doing after like one movie does not land for everybody and the change change everything you know let's let's actually try to build up this world try to build up the dc universe because i the craziest thing is all this time the, the DC universe is just as expansive as marvel's and we have seen such a small portion of it between all of these different movies have gotten that like, mm-hmm. you wouldn't you wouldn't know that like there's an the entire uh galactic section of the DC universe that we haven't seen there there's the multiverse that has not really been touched on like all the different herbs, like a lot of this stuff has not been touched on at all. And there's so much potential that's just being wasted. So I, I, I do hope that once, you know, we get James Gunn in here, he is able to flex his creative juices. He's able to come up with some interesting concepts, some plans that we can actually start working towards. And hopefully we don't find ourselves here in another like three years saying, Oh, well, I guess we got a new guy coming in let's see how this happens. You know, Let's let's just well, actually free- let's actually give this, this stuff some time to, to develop and see where it goes.
0: Well, I think they only signed a three year deal, so <laughs> god damn it. But I hope, hope within those three years, like you know, like they're seeing what he's doing and what he's doing is some good stuff. Like, are they gonna are they gonna greenlight a Black Adam movie? How is that gonna look? How is that? How is Black Adam gonna play within, you know, the DC Cinematic Universe? Because Black, because Dwayne has his own vision for where he wants the character to go and who he wants the character to face off with next. Yeah. How yeah. is that gonna work? How is he gonna be able to co- cohesively get all those people to work, you know, in those, in those, you know, in the sandbox, so to speak. How is he going to be able to do that? What about the Ezra Miller situation? You know, like yeah, that's that a-
1: Oh man, we're still waiting to hear what's going to happen with all that.
0: A lot of interesting moving parts that must be taken care of, and I hope that I hope that The Rock is willing to listen and hear out. You know. You know, like, what are they going to do with the JSA? Is The Rock going to be, you know, very precious of what the JSA and his character? Or is he going to be willing to listen to the powers that be and be willing to work and play well with others? That's still to be seen.
1: I hope so. What about
0: Superman? What's that going to look like? Who's going to be directing that? Is that going to be something that James Gunn's going to want to do? Is he gonna be wanna is he gonna wanna, you know, play in that sandbox? You know, is he gonna be directing? Is he gonna be in the writer's room? What's that gonna look like? Come up with a plan, hire some writers, and let's get this ball moving. Let's start catching up. Let's make some great movies. Let's get this thing, let's get a cinematic universe going. Let's not get a couple movies that are not connected to each other. They kind of play off in their own little world. That's fine and dandy in the early 2000s, but come on now. We see how it works. We see how they can tinker with things.
1: We have a blueprint on how to
0: do that stuff now. Okay. But what are your first impressions on Gotham Knights? Because I, like, I was going to get that game, and I saw some reviews. I was like, hmm, I'm not wasting $70. Like, I had a pre <laughs> order. Um, so... Let
1: me just preface this by saying I am playing on the uh, computer version, the PC version, so I've not ex- been experiencing a lot of the technical issues that a lot of other people have been experiencing. Um, so so, th- so that's so that's um, not been an issue for me.
0: Speaking, like, but it is kind of that,
1: like we. T- Go ahead.
0: Uh, the frame, per, the frame for the FPS. Can you can you explain that? What so? What the that issue was? Because that that came out like a week or two before.
1: Yeah, that was a big controversy that showed up. So, the I, I don't know if it was one of the developers or like the community manager, but someone that worked for Warner Brothers Montreal, the team working on the game, basically just kind of quietly announced. Uh, I think it was in a Discord message to somebody that the game Gotham Knights was not going to be supporting. Uh, performance mode on the huh. Xbox and PlayStation consoles, which means that the game is only going to have one, like preset quality setting, which is the their high dev, you know, cinematic version or whatever you want to call it. Which basically meant that the game is going to try to output the highest quality graphics it can while letting the frame rate be kind of put put toss aside. They're going to sacrifice frame rate for visual fidelity. Which is understandable, you know. You want you want the games to look nice. The problem mm-hmm. is in the context of Gotham Knight. This is a open world action game in 2022 where performance has become more of the gold standard like people have been demanding uh, smoother f- frame rates, you know, trying to shoot for sixty frame rate, sixty FPS frame rates, the, the, with the intention being smoother, more f- silky gameplay, rather than oh, we got to try to output the best looking graphics possible. You know, the the race for best graphics was a thing that happened like ten years ago. Like nobody cares this much anymore. And Gotham Knights is like, oh, we're going to do the opposite. So. Now, what has happened is they've released a game that's not very optimized on the consoles. It does not run well. People are not even able to get, like, 30 frames per second. It sometimes struggles to even reach that. So, like, this game is just performing very subpar by modern standards. And Uh it doesn't even look... Graphically, it doesn't even look like it should be worth all the, the trouble that it's causing. Like, I'll be honest, this game does not look any significantly better than Arkham Knight did. And that game is like, what, seven years old? (laughs) Like, it's like we we were frozen in time for seven years and we got a game that ran about the same. But we're we're, seven years later on, on a newer set of consoles. Like, why why are these games barely meeting the minimum uh, requirements? Like... Is, is this a is this a issue of the game being rushed out? Is this a, well, issue of competency Like,
0: it, 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 didn't it, they didn't they ask for another year? Didn't they push the original release date?
1: Yeah, this game was originally going to come out in twenty twenty one, I think, uh, near the end of the year. So they got almost another year of development time, and it's still barely meeting the benchmarks. It's on the consoles. <laughs> Like, so I'm playing on PC and I'm able to make some adjustments and actually get to get in the run relatively smooth so I'm you know, I'm thankful for that but it's yeah it's it's rough out there if you're uh, on a PlayStation or Xbox so now, I'm you're- sad, though, I I have put a little bit of time into the game I'm a, I'm a couple yeah. hours in I'm not super far like I'm still in the early stages of uh, Getting to know the characters, getting to familiar with this newer version of Gotham. Um, so take what I say with a grain of salt because my thoughts could definitely could change over time. Uh, this is like my my early first impressions of the game, and I I have to be completely honest. It, I find I find it kind of boring so far. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say that because one of the issues I'm running into is when you like get let out into the world, you get into the open world. It's like, all right, now you can go over here to this part of the map to do the main mission, or you can go do other stuff. Like, okay, cool. The problem is when I go out to do other stuff, there really isn't anything out there. Like there, there's like random crimes going around. Like you might like, Running down the street and randomly spot like one or two guys trying to steal somebody's money or something. I don't know. So it's just like it's just like a petty crime. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like oh, you either have to like just be on the main missions or just ignore the open world because <laughs> there there ain't there ain't a whole lot going on out there. Um, another thing I found kind of weird was. On the different characters you can play as, you don't have your full range of uh, tools and abilities unlocked from the get go, which you know that's that's fine. But what's weird is that in particular, a lot of your movement abilities are restricted. Like you don't have access to your gliders or or wingsuits, or you know, depending on who you're playing as. So the only way to actually get around the open world when you first start off is to use the bat cycle or uh, just grapple hook, like your Spider-Man or something. Mm-hmm. Which it works fine enough, but it's it's so weird that they uh, they like hide your character's main form of movement behind leveling up the character, and the only way to unlock. Your your knighthood, as they call it, is to
0: knighthood.
1: They call it knighthood. Get out of here. They, they call it knighthood. Get
0: out of here.
1: No, that's what Nobody. it is. Each character's knighthood is hidden. is is locked behind this arbitrary uh, requirement of you have to complete. <laughs> I I know. I hate it. It's like why why why. Anyways. In order to unlock your knighthood, you have to complete ten I forget what they're called, like ten there, There's a special name for it, but there, there's these certain predetermined crimes. And when you go to these crime locations, it's literally just like a bank heist or a robber or like a, a a truck being robbed. It's something kind of random like that. So there's usually a group of, like, seven or eight guys, just just low-level grunts, nothing special, and you have to beat them all up to complete the the crime. So, like, literally, in order to unlock your character's glider, you have to just, like, roam around this empty open world, complete ten of these random... Little side missions that have no story involved. There's there's nothing specifically about them other than the fact that they're tied to your knighthood. And I, that's literally all I've done for the first like five hours of the game. It's just roam around, doing nothing that is actually important.
0: <laughs> and you said that the world isn't as like it's not as populated with a lot of things that you can. There do.
1: Really, there really isn't. Like I, I remember it how in um. Like, Arkham City and Arkham Knight, like, they justified there not being a lot of people on the street because it's, like, the quarantined part of Gotham where the criminals are, or there's, like, a some other big incident going on. Nothing like that's going on in Gotham Knights. Like, as far as everybody is aware, it's just, like, an ordinary night. Like, yeah, like... Spoiler alert, Bruce Wayne died, like, a week ago. <laughs> but, like, there's, like, nothing out of the ordinary going on beyond that
0: because he didn't get his knighthood
1: he didn't get his knighthood (laughs) Batman did not get his knighthood guys (laughs) so it's so weird like you walk out on the street and you might go several blocks before you find like one random person just walking on the sidewalk and like I can't tell if people are smart to stay off of the streets of Gotham at night or if it's just like the world feeling super empty for no reason Sure, so
0: kind of like a, a, a it, wait it, and see kind of a moment.
1: I'm I'm kind of at a wait and see moment, um, because like yeah, like I feel like I have to grind just to get my characters full toolkits, and then maybe after th- after that things will get a little bit more interesting. But so far the combat's really nothing that exciting. They they switched it up from the Arkham games, uh, so now they have like a one button type system where if you want to do heavy attack, you have to press and hold the attack button. Or if you just tap it, you do a quick attack. So it's kind of awkward to weave back and forth between your light and heavy attacks. And as far as I can tell, the dodging is kind of janky too. Like there's no indicator to like really warn you about enemies uh, that are like sneaking up on you or anything like that. Uh, I don't have too much problem if I'm, at, you know, if I'm paying attention and I can see the enemy winding up for an attack. But I don't know, it it just feels a lot less. It's not as polished. It's, it's not as polished. It Doesn't feel as distinct as the other games. And I know it's technically not part of the Arkham series, but I don't know the fact that it's made by Warner Brothers Montreal. You can't deny that there's some some DNA from that carrying over, mm-hmm. as much as they want to say it's not. I don't know. I, I'm like I said, I'm only a few hours into the game. I I have not been overly impressed yet. I'm gonna give it some more time. Uh definitely gonna get more into the story, see if that has anything that's really interesting to me, because right now the 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 part the first part of the story doesn't really do a whole lot for me right now. Like it's like, oh, Batman died. Now it's time for the uh the Bat family to take over. It's like, "Oh, okay. You know, I, I get that." But then like the first thing they want to do is, "Oh, we need to find out why Raja Ghoul was attacking Batman on the night he died." And I'm like, "It's it's Raja Ghoul. Why why wouldn't he want to attack Batman? <laughs> What's so out of the ordinary that one of Batman's villains attacks Batman?" <laughs> so like I'm just like, "Okay, whatever." We'll go on this uh detective mission to find out why Raja Ghoul wanted to attack Batman I guess
0: the Joker attacked Batman Nani I remember when Joker didn't want to attack Batman Oh, I remember that Jesus so yeah I'm not going to buy this game until you give me a full review Kyle because I'm not going to waste $70 on an inferior <laughs> game I can just play the remastered version of Batman Arkham City
1: Honestly, that'd be my recommendation right now. It's just play Arkham City until I have more information on this game <laughs> yeah not not the best of first impressions i i' I've, I've been given, but I'm gonna give it a little bit more time we'll we'll see now, it's like watching a TV show and you're like the first episode wasn't great, but maybe maybe the second episode will be better it may not be. <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Well, I I can just feel the disappointment coming from you right now.
0: Like I'm oozing with disappointment because it's like I knew I want to play a new game, like you know, because you know I really you know I play some sports games here and there. I haven't got the new Call of Duty left. like. I've been, lot, I've been craving for another Batman game, you know, for a hot minute, you know, and, got, you know, WB Montreal gave me gave us Batman or, you know, Arkham Origins, which I really enjoyed. I was like, all right, as long as it's on par, like Arkham Origins, like we'll have like a game that I'm willing to play. But it doesn't sound like it's on par with Arkham Origins. It sounds like it's a, quite uh, a little bit better than, you know, Arkham Knight. And that's not worth $70 in this economy.
1: No, that, so yeah, that's 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 another thing to point out. It's like games are really freaking expensive these days. Like, I remember back when I could buy a new game for $50, nowadays, a new game is $70, and I got a whole bunch of other expenses on top of that. Mm-hmm.
0: It, it, it's crazy, it's quite crazy. Crazy. So, so uh, yeah, episode 190. So some things to talk about uh, today, you know, like, which is interesting, kind of like the Peter Safran. I mean, we really, really didn't talk about him much, but, you know, the creative side of James Gunn. Really interested to see what he has to say, and we'll see what he has to do. Obviously, he just started work. It's November 3rd. His contract began November 1st. Um, it's been a whole two um,
1: days. What does he have to show for it? Nothing.
0: Yes, I want to see Star. I want to see scripts show me the money show me the words where the are the page.
1: announcements <laughs> But I'm, I'm sure we'll get some, some good stuff from them eventually
0: and then you know I really wanted to you know do a whole you know Black Adam review and I do want to break down the new Avatar trailer if you saw that so a lot of stuff that we can talk about
1: We got some more stuff coming, folks. Black Adam will be coming next, I think.
0: Um, we could do that, or we can actually enjoy like recording it and do uh, the uh, um uh Avatar trailer breakdown. We could do that. We'll work it out. Like we can do something interesting about the Avatar breakdowns. We could do we could do like uh compare and contrast between like the the two Avatar trailers. Mm for thought which would be kind of interesting uh, we got stuff coming So episode one, yeah <laughs> a lot of things come in um
1: we were supposed to do this the other day
0: we were actually supposed to do this sunday but i got preoccupied with other nonsense so uh episode 190 is in the can if you are supportive of this podcast and you want us to see us continue to grow and continue to do Great, amazing things. Please hit the subscribe button to this podcast. Give us a review. Follow us on the uh, social medias of uh, Twitter, our Facebook pages. Just search up Shanlin on Batman on either Twitter and or Facebook and you will find us. Um, um, So you can find me on Twitter at Batman Shanlin and you can find our uh, Shanlin on Batman Twitter at Shanlin on Bat. Make sure that you are. Um following Kyle on Twitter at Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, but you can follow us on uh the the, the social medias.